Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. A Negroni. Oh, wow. Spagliato. Ooh, stunning. With Prosecco in it. And uh, Tim Kalpakis. What is up? Spagliato stylies? Mike, we you were we didn't know anything about the Spagliato when it came up on the pod. We talked about yeah, nothing. Now, you're all, now you're all Spagliato. This Spagliato. I'm finally caught up on my memes. I'm sorry, I've been busy. You had you dragged them all to a file. Yeah, my assistant gets them all ready for me week by week, and I just haven't hit it in a while. Uh, yes, uh, uh, Negroni with Prosecco Spagliato. My God, I saw that and I said, "Oh, my heart's fluttering." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then, I mean, you had a whole, then a stash of memes to go through. It was probably overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, the, it was the a lot rest of, the of same, us had all that stuff, the same stuff doled out over a week, you know? Yeah, yeah. I had. It's boring when you watch all the, the memes right in a row because it's like, yeah, it's all the same shit. Oh, to me, easy, up- buddy boy, on that microphone. Oh, did I break your ears? <laughs> Once there? we're recording on your f- microphone, you cannot touch it, <laughs> you can't move a <laughs> thing. I'm gonna fu- I'm gonna dodge the blame and put on you guys because you told me to tap my microphone and made yeah. me have to move my uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you call this pop uh, filter Windscreen. my pop filter I had to move my pop filter so then I had to move put my pop <laughs> okay. filter back uh huh Mike okay. oh great now he's the police gone, he's gone are off the deep end he has gone off the um, deep end somebody needs to give him a Negroni Spagliato with prosecco in it <laughs> I-, I thought that. Rather than rehashing the Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco. Mm-hmm. Rehash? He's hashing for the first time. <laughs> well, it's a rehash for the listeners if we have any at this point. This yeah. deep into the <laughs> yeah. um, No, I off. wanted to say, dude, last week was a crazy episode. And we, um, you know, when we went nuts at uh, with the Sidewalk Slammer, we then had mm. sort of done, we like recapped uh, like, hey, folks, here's what happened. And then, but this week we we didn't, last week with the lineup with Mike Mitchell, we didn't do that on the podcast, but, but, but I feel like the listeners should, should hear about our atrocious hangovers. Sure. Terrible. A a day long. It's a terrible, the lineup. Yeah. A full day. Kind of the week long. It didn't, it didn't end for me. That's, Um, uh, you're still in it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had that in a long time where it was like, 
I'm not a big hangover guy. Uh, I mean, the movies, of course, but sure. Uh, sure. One, two, and three. Usually, if I if I'm really hungover, I just you know it's just the the next morning, and then if it's something crazy, I'll can have a bloody mary and I'm fine. But this was a low. I never puked. I never had a headache, but I had a low, just unsettled feeling for three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> something was Agreed. amiss with my body. I had that thing where like you just feel like you have a. Uh a dry mouth or something, or your chest is a little tighter, or your lungs it's called dry mouth. Your lungs are a little bit like, hey, uh, we need some some real deal here. Yeah. Now, yes. I would expect that, Mike, you, you, I would think you wouldn't have had as bad a hangover because you had a couple of technicolor, yawn, technicolor yawns on the day. Yeah. So I then sure you do. got some of the, the, some of the forbidden substance out of you. I fell asleep in, we were at Mitch's house. I fell asleep in Mitch's yard for a little while. I yeah, was, well, that's uh, nice clean. That's a nice clean grass. Well, I just went outside to get some fresh air and uh, waiting for those pizzas to come back to, to come back to come by. And I lay down, and I, the next thing I know, Mitch said, "Hey, you got to get out of here." <laughs> oh. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you we we go. were in the Uber trying to reach you, couldn't yeah, reach you. Right. We said, and then Tim and I said, "We just got to go. It's, it's late. <laughs> Mike's got to deal with himself." Leave and then behind. you did. You walked like, oh, home. I dealt with it. I soldiered through. And you tweeted at 2 a.m. Yeah, what was, it, was it a good tweet? Oh, yeah, I, that was a good tweet. Some of your best work. My Tesla is a Mesla, and it was a picture of a Tesla that hit a, uh, <laughs> a streetlight. <laughs> did, did Elon come after you for that one? No, he did not. And uh, I did, but I did before I posted that. I looked, it was from a story where all the people in the car were okay. Oh, that's, that's good. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, uh, one of the things that made that hangover worse... The unnecessary cracking of fresh Bud Lights in the home stretch. Yeah. And then tequila shots on the roof. Did we discuss yeah, you that? Don't, we did like entourage style rooftop tequila shots at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. Mitch has got a nice roof, so it was nice to get up there and see the city. Mitch has got a nice caboose. I found that uh, iPhone recording of our rooftop shots way later. Days later, I was going oh. through my phone and I found this recording. Oh, yes, yes. Um... It was you good. know, Mike, <laughs> you mentioned the pizzas, and that was the that was the travesty <laughs> of yeah, the night. Was. Is is we finished the pod, we're hanging around, we're talking, we're we're drinking a little bit more. Mitch orders himself some Domino's pizza, right? He thought we were yeah. gonna he was being a, a gracious host, letting us record our podcast in his home. And then he thought these three will move along and I'll get <laughs> to have a, a Domino's pizza. But we no, lingered. No, no. We were uh, longtime house guests, and then he was Richard Dreyfus, and we were three little Bill Murrays. <laughs> he was like, "Guys, I got Domino's pizza coming, but it's, but it's for me." <laughs> and we said, "Well, I said, well, let us have some of your Domino's because we're hungry. I'll order more pizza." Yeah, and um, <laughs> and I had had two more. You ordered two more pizzas. I've had some real bad luck in L.A. on like busy nights, uh, uh, you know, a uh, Saturday. Uh, LA pizzas and shambles and New York style. Well, pizza LA has too. the better pizza. New York has worse pizza than LA. But anyway, uh-huh. back to my point. Yeah, I heard that before. <laughs> um, I I was like, this is this is an important. This is a high pressure pizza order, and this pizza better arrive. And right. I was putting it in pretty late <laughs> on a busy night, right. and so I it? ordered it from night. two places. Ordered from two places, right? Because you thought I'm I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Not in this high pressure situation. No, no, I was in a pressure cooker. I was in the bullpen. You ordered baby. two. You ordered two, just assuming at least one would cancel. I ordered slasher pizza, 
knowing uh-huh. that it's very popular. So then I also Ooh, naming ordered, names. I ordered 800 degrees, thinking it was uh, more of a safe bet. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, they both neither ever arrived. And and what is that like the the driver you think like it never went through or what? What's going um, on? In that? One of one of them called and was like, "Hey, we don't have the ingredients you wanted, but an hour had passed." So I was like, "Fuck off!" Uh, right. And, <laughs> and like, yeah, they, they hadn't like started making my my pizza after an hour. Then the other one, the guy. This was a heartbreaker. The guy called me, and then I go outside onto Mitch's street, and I'm looking. I'm like, "I don't see you." And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm here to pick up the pizzas." And I was like, "No, you're here to drop off the pizzas." And he's like, "No, I'm here <laughs> pick to up pick pizza. up the pizzas." And he thought that I was the restaurant, and it was after oh midnight. Why would he think that? I don't know. Maybe I just have that vibe. Look, here's the oh thing. My God. This this is midnight Pick on Halloween pizza. Monday. Yeah. And you just know everything's upside down, topsy-turvy. You're not right. getting those pies. But it's it funny that for the whole night, three pizzas were ordered from three different destinations. Only one showed up. And wow. it was Domino's. The, Oof, the Domino's. original, kind of the original pizza delivery place. Dominant, right. No Domino's is dominant in this case. Well, isn't that, didn't they put like a lot more uh, effort and stuff into their delivery? Like, uh, yeah, because they started the 30 minutes or it's free, didn't they? Yeah, but I mean like recently. It wasn't like we're going to up our delivery game. Am I wrong well, about this? Maybe it's a different one. No, yeah, they, uh, I mean, I don't know about how reason because I, I was just telling you guys about that Business Wars podcast and they talked about how like, historically Domino's was like, we're going to focus delivery is our thing in the 30 minutes. Yeah. They had to eventually stop the 30 minute rule because so many cars were crashing, but, um, the, <laughs> but wait, did, so, so they were just like the pizza itself can suffer, but it will arrive on time. Is that their philosophy? I don't think they announced to the public, uh, that the pizza can suffer, but I will say more recently, I've heard, I read a thing where like the CEO of Domino's, like, you know how they they're innovating with like the app and the tracker and then the 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 delivery like the 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 cars and stuff having the heat mm-hmm. bags and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Domino's they like think of themselves as a tech company. They don't think of themselves as like yeah, a fast yeah. food company. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. We have pizzas, but we're all about getting that away. Yeah, you can think of yourself however you want. I think of us as a tech company. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I think I bet that like technology they used for the pizza tracker is what all like the. The Postmates and the Grubhubs and everybody use now, sure, because you can you can see it on its way. Yeah, you yeah. know we're not a tech company, Jeff, but we know what we've realized is really we do a lot and we're wonderful guys. Sure, and mm. we're artists, mm-hmm. but really what we are is a small T-shirt business. Right, <laughs> you're not kidding. We essentially sell T-shirts. <laughs> Everything else we do is sort of uh, making a splash for our T-shirt sales. Yeah, it's promotion for the T-shirts. <laughs> We're fashion guys. Uh, they tell that's what they tell bands is like that's cute. You make music and blah blah blah. But here's what you are: you sell T-shirts. Everything yeah. you do is designed to funnel down to people buying your shirts. And folks, if you want to support this pod, support this band, you gotta get that little ass over to thesloppyboys.com. Hell yeah! The new web store is launched, and you gotta get in now. And it's not just a web store; it's a website. You can look at all different <laughs> items you can purchase <laughs> okay. yeah. on that website. Are, are you, you think that's the sexier topic? Website? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hey, we now have a website. Oof. <laughs> Ooh, you, HTTP. You know, the internet can feel sort of overwhelming, but we have a site where you can settle in and relax. Yeah, make it your homepage. Make it your only page. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, what do you say we get into a little 
booze news. Sure. Hit it! I would love somebody out there who's a uh, classical person. Make a classical version. Your booze news opening for Front of the line pass. Ooh. <laughs> Classical booze news theme uh, was sent to us by King Kang the Kanger, Eric Kang. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Mike, when you when you request, you solicited classical themes. Did you ever think one would actually get sent in? No, I never thought it won't get sent in. And, uh, you know, Kanger's a classic uh, uh, booze news theme maker, but. Boy, I, I was really hoping for, hoping just for some strings, no wub wub, no techno. Uh, look, oh. that was a chilled out. What, what do you call that, uh, Jeff? What's that t- type of music? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a little dubstep style. Yeah, the, with the oh. stuff that's very chilled out. So mm. you're saying it doesn't count? We should have. Re- I, I, as the guy who picks the booze news theme, should have, should have emailed it back to Kanger and said, <laughs> "Take this shit <laughs> out of there." Technicality. This no. shall not play. This is good. This is good because now people know what not to do. <laughs> Listen yeah. very carefully to Mike Hanford's requests. Now, I didn't know that classical song. Did you guys? I was I was picturing, I was thinking classical music. This is going to be like da, 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 da. <laughs> Give me some Looney Tunes. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. You knew it. Yeah, I used to. Uh, I used to wake up to that song on my on my alarm. That was a nice. God, that I always thought that would be like the funniest thing, and then I would do it for a little while. And I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> Hearing that, like, it's not funny in the morning. It's never funny anymore. What about this one? Yeah. Oh, that's the one. That's the one I. Had. That's the other morning one. <laughs> yeah. That's how I woke up after the lineup <laughs> without oh, the alarm. Man. One of those is William Tell Overture. I think yeah, that's the beginning of No, no, no. William Tell, that apple-headed freak? You know what's a good one? The 1812 Overture. When it gets to the end there and they're shooting the cannons off. No, Kanger, that was a good one. Thanks for bringing it up and bringing it in. And if you have a booze news theme, please send it to Tim. Help me out, dude. I don't listen to this part of the pod. We already covered that. Let's get into the booze news here, folks. Um, now, Mike, you're a little behind on the memes. You just heard about the uh, Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco, but maybe you came Prosecco. across this. And Jeff, I feel like you're pretty social media savvy. I'm guessing you saw sure. this. I'm. There's a viral tweet that got everybody yeah. talking about beer. And this was fascinating to me. I'm texting mm-hmm. you the tweet on the chain right now. Did you see oh. this little beer chart? It's a little continuum of um, conservative to liberal. 
Okay, so a guy named Brent Brentington on Twitter made this little beard chart uh, with an X and Y axis. And he placed beers on this chart uh, from liberal to conservative and from working class to elite. And yeah. he, in, dead in the middle mm. of all of them, is Miller Lite. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that yeah. kind of, I, I could see that. That rings true to me. But then looking around, I would say all of these placements did feel insightful to me, but I never really thought about beer as a political thing before. Right. I, I more thought of it as the elitist working class thing, but I guess that can... can uh... Just price. Right, right, right. Here's what really got me. If you go into the corners uh, and you see what's being like, uh, mm. The extreme versions. I this I never really thought about it, but Michelob Ultra is ranked as elitist and conservative here, and I think yeah. that that's very true because it's such a golf course beer. You know, like yeah, rich politician true. type guys out on the links with their can of Mick Ultra, right? Versus the elitist on the other side, on the liberal, you have your Voodoo Ranger IPA and your Lagunitas yeah, yeah. IPA, and those do sort of feel like. Yeah, not so at like a fourteen dollar six pack. Yeah, it's like a fourteen dollar hipster uh, expensive beer. I've never heard of Paradise Park. Me neither. Me That's neither. kind this of a weird on, one. Yeah, but I gotta say, I'm more on the liberal working class side. The Miller High Lives, the well, the Paps. Budweiser is yep. perhaps yeah. Budweiser is right in the middle there on the working class line. It's working yeah. class and it's teetering a little more conservative than liberal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, in the extremely conservative and working class, you have Bush, which I've yes. never come across a Bush in the wild in like 10 years. Yeah, that was I grew up drinking Bush, but they have recently switched to a uh, camouflage pack. So oh, yeah, I think that's go. where that's coming from. Interesting. Interesting. Well, it's, uh, you know, I drink beers from all around the political spectrum here, and I, <laughs> I'm uh, hoping to cross the aisle as we settle into the new terms. Mike, you yes, uh, you're you you probably of these drink Miller High Life the most, and that's working class liberal, right? Probably, yeah. I love it. That's you a good one. Budweiser, but I've kind of tended more towards the uh, High Life. So what about you guys? Where do you land? Sheesh! Mm. I order Bud out at bars a lot, but none of these mm. really make it into my home anymore. I don't drink too much beer at home. Yeah, that's true. Bud Light really bottle for me. Yeah. Bud Light bottle at uh, you know, you saw me drain a couple of those at Rustic. Sure, sure. And then and then if I can get a high life, you know I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And if I can if I can get a little um spaghetti in there, that's even better. Hey. Yeah. You know what I get probably above all these is a uh, Negroni Spagliato. Ooh, oh god. What? Here we go. I'm caught up. Uh this is interesting <laughs> though. You know what hey, can I get can we uh how do you feel Tim? Are you, do you, are you think you've uh, covered this area of booze news? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I Something just uh, came to me. It works well into this. I just uh, saw something, some article that was talking about how beer cocktails are like surpassing beer, like huge these days. Beer is beer is becoming not a big, um, I guess, money maker anymore. And the thing this uh, article was saying was like, if you go onto the Bud Light website, it's like not even doesn't even seem like a beer company anymore. It's all Bud Light <laughs> seltzer stuff. Really? Uh, yeah. And the big thing is, the reason that they claimed was uh, because you can get cocktails to go in like cans and stuff, and you can get stuff delivered easier. Before it was like, mm. you go to 
you get like you go to the corner store and it's like, oh, they got beers here, but they don't have vodka and all that other right. stuff. And if you like cocktails, they now have cans that you can take away. I mean, I've been hanging out with people out in the world mm. from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And the amount of times I hear, oh, I just don't want beer is all is constant. Hmm. Yeah, and that's probably mostly for me. Mookie, never that guy never wants beers. Tim yeah. never wants beers. No, too filling. I want one beer. Too filling. I think I I get beers. I think mostly because I'm like, oh, there's so many so much shit. I also think I, I get I always, drunker on quickly on cocktails. I downshift to beer. I'll do a couple fun cocktails, fun tiki's, and then I'm like, mm. I can't keep drinking at this rate. These <laughs> strong spirits, and so mm. I downshift to beer. I reject these strong spirits. <laughs> Spagliato. Beer's already they they overdid it. They they got too fancy. They too many bars have a huge beer list. You should only just have one beer, and that's that. And there you have it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Duff. Mm. Duff. Well, uh, is that it for booze news? Mm. Wrap it up. Are, are we up to date on all the newest? Wrap it and crap it. Memes. The events. All right. <laughs> Wrapping it up. Great. Okay. The drink of the day. Uh, it has a French name. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always seen this name. And I've never been 100% confident on my pronunciation of it. But you have a little Canadian running through your blood. So that I think you're the man for the job. <laughs> yes, but I don't want to misfire and shame my family. So on this show, when we have questions about how to pronounce a word, uh-huh. we know exactly where to go. Hit it! <laughs> Bonjour, this is Julian, the Frenchman, who makes French pronunciation videos here on YouTube, and we are looking at how to pronounce this French phrase, meaning the old square, or old square. So how do you go about pronouncing this? In French, in France, we would say it as vieux, silent X, vieux, carré, vieux, carré. Vieux but it'd be carré. fine in English to say it as vieux carré, vieux carré. Vieux, vieux carré, carré, vieux carré. From French, vieux carré. Did you get this? Was this any helpful? <laughs> Let me know in the comments. Don't Was forget to helpful? give it a like if you did like it. And I'll see you there to learn more about some useful French phrases and words that you may want to hear and nail the pronunciation of. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, can we talk about this guy just for two seconds? The way that he teases it when he's like, and the word is coming up, and you're about to hear the word. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the end, he's, once he's done with it, he's like, that is the word, if you can like and comment. <laughs> he turns right he's into trying the trying to hit a department. minute. He could have just said, yeah. view carré. Now he's got to get that monetization. That opening where he's like, it sounds like he's just going up and up on the scale. Like, hello and welcome to the thing that we're talking about. And I'm going up. <laughs> yeah. If I view Carré. View Carré. So it's View Carré. View Carré. The old square. It almost sounds like one word when people say it. View Carré. The old square. Which is what they called the French Quarter. People actually there. We call the French Quarter. But I think that. If, if they were saying like right yeah, here, they, you know, the that would be like us saying like, "Hey, I'm going to the American store." It's like you know, we it's redundant. Yes, mm. yes. So, oh, I haven't told you the the place yet. Here it comes, the history. Oh wait, so you guys heard or had anything? No, no, and no. I've never had, but I've uh, seen seen it on a lot of cocktails. I'm going in fresh, mind blank. I went out with a bunch hey, well, of... you're going to have mind blown in a second. You know that emoji that's like mind blown? That's going to be huge. Mm. That's good. 
Um, the historic Hotel Monteleone in New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tennessee Williams, William Faulkner, right. Truman Capote, yeah. mm-hmm. Tim Kalpakis. Sure. These are just a few uh-huh. of the great writers who have graced the halls there. Mm. Um, Hemingway mentioned it uh, in The Night Before Battle. Uh, 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 Tennessee Williams mentioned it in The Rose Tattoo. Capote, his mm-hmm. mom was living there when she was pregnant with him. And then she went to the hospital, had the baby, came home, there, and he was a baby at this very famous <laughs> He was hotel. a baby there? <laughs> Short say <laughs> He was a baby there. Well, you're probably thinking, oh, he eats breakfast at Tiffany's every goddamn day. I went there on my 17-mile saunter that I told you guys about in our uh, yes. hurricane yep. episode. Yeah, the, the epic stroll. Yes, the epic stroll, and this is the her, um the fucking carousel bar, right? It's a revolving bar mm. that takes mm. 15, 16 minutes to to do one lap, and it's kind of fun to be like, oh, I'll drink one round uh, around that time. So when I went there, I was like, I want to drink something New Orleansy, and I drank a Sazerac. Little did I know that that bar is where they invented the Vucade, and. Um, so fake out. I always thought, you know, you probably might have been thinking it's a French drink, but it's a New Orleans drink. Yeah, I was thinking, what rue did they invent that one on? Mike? Yeah, what hour on D's mall am I going to find this fucker? Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what what Sien was nearby? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Eiffel? Um, <laughs> In what shape was the Eiffel nearby? A tower shape. Tower shape. <laughs> You, anytime you go to a city, you always ask around, what, what, what kind of Eiffel you got here, huh? What Eiffel you have around here? And in Seattle, they say, oh, it's a Space Needle Eiffel. All right, all right. Checks <laughs> out, pretty fucking lit. On uh, the Comedy Bang Bang IFC show, there was an in, like a running joke in the writer's room. I don't think ever actually made it to the series about the Eiffel, to- Eiffel Tower Hour that uh, every <laughs> French people are always watching a TV show called the Eiffel Tower Hour. <laughs> And Americans are like, oh, great. Could you finish up watching that? Anyway, back to the drink. Yeah, head bartender Walter Bergeron invented this in the 30s. It's a split-based cocktail, cognac and rye. And we Ooh, talked yeah. about it in our Sazerac episode. There was a little bit of a debate of, like, you should make it with rye or cognac. And it started one way, went the other. Here's a drink with fucking both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I've seen old episodes. Episodes? Recipes. I've seen old recipes of this drink that have both Peychaud's bitters and Angostura bitters, which is weird. But okay. the IBA. Mm. Split base, split bitters? <laughs> split base, split bitter? This kind of reminds me of that movie Split. <laughs> Does it, Tim? No, it I reminds lied. you of the movie Split. No, I lied for comedic effect. <laughs> oh, I can't be funny on my own pod. And guess what? It worked. Um... <laughs> Would you guys like to hear the recipe for this elegant, stirred New Orleans-y cocktail? Yeah, parfait-vous, parfait. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yes. S'il vous plaît, yes. Yes, we oui, oui. IBA says, one ounce of rye whiskey, 30 milliliters, mm. one ounce of cognac, 30 mm. milliliters, one ounce of sweet vermouth, 30 milliliters, one bar spoon Benedictine. Who's got it? I got it. Boom. Tim, you left you left it out for me on your doorstep in a nice little bottle. I couldn't be more appreciative. <laughs> a cute little bottle, huh? Um, mm-hmm. 
I bought this Benedictine because we did the Singapore sling. And then we later used Benedictine in the Monte Carlo. Yes. 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 After that, we're going to do two dashes of Peychaud's bitters, which is a very famous bitters because it's in my Southern sipper cocktail method. Pour all ingredients into a mixing glass with cubes. Strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish. With orange zest and maraschino cherry. Tim, you touched you touched your microphone. I thought the world was ending over there. <laughs> Do I got to pick up a word? No, 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 no. You got to pick up my fucking eardrums off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it, your Jesus. eardrums didn't break, but they fell out. <laughs> now, Timmy, looking at this, looking at this uh, um, menu, looking at this recipe, we do not have the right word for recipe today. This is this, crazy. Oh, let's decide. Should we say menu or episode? <laughs> when would we want to say recipe? Huh? What did I say? You said no, menu no. and I said episode. Tim said episode earlier. You said menu. Oh, okay. Jeez, said, we haven't even had the vieux caron yet. Vieux carré. Carré. I'm looking at this and I think this looks this looks like nothing more than a glorified Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Okay. A cognac Manhattan. Because it's got the whiskey, the vermouth, and... Bitters. I guess the Benedictines sneaking in there. Sure, but it could be better than a Manhattan because cognac is delicious. Mm, of course. I've got a Hennessy myself. Have you even thought of that, Jefferson? Oh, Before yeah. you go running your mouth all over the pod? I do think of these <laughs> things, yes. You know you know how somebody, they like uh, cakes and candies, they call themselves a sweet tooth? Mm-hmm. Someone has a pension for vermouth, they ought to say I'm a vermouth tooth. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yes. You yes. wouldn't hear it much because it is a dastardly drink nobody oh. likes it are we doing vermouth month it seems like ben doing yeah it. it seems like we're always kind of doing vermouth month around here around here what would the episodes and menus we fall into <laughs> oh god tim you have a sweet vermouth you like spill the beans um name it. antigua carpano Hmm. And I'm over here with Nwali Pratt? <laughs> oh. I forgot what the fuck mine is. It's Dolan, I think. Dolan. That's Dolan. good. Dolan. Dolan brand sweet vermouth. Get your vermouth a little sweeter. Mooth me, baby. Mooth, <laughs> mooth me. Put this right, mooth in get... your mouth. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Put this yeah. mooth in your mouth. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's get mooth. Mooth this. All right, Did folks, we'll be right full, back. Did you say the full thing? At the... Hmm? Did you say the full recipe with the the orange and everything? Yes. Garnish with orange zest and maraschino cherry. Had you not said? I can't remember. Oh, Damn, I touched okay. my microphone and you and you were. Oh, it was during that out. part. I, I lost. Right. <laughs> I lost interest. Well, folks, uh, we're gonna go stir these up, and when we come back, we'll have a little vieux carré in hand. Uh, yes, when we come back, we will be drinking the drink, and the drink is called a, a certain name, and it is <laughs> if you got it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from the Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. You carays in hand. <laughs> Let's see him. Hold on. Oh, Jefferson. I spilled mine. <laughs> I'll, can I be honest? I already fucked it up. How? I, sh- I shook. I shook. Oh, I should have no. stirred. It's supposed I shook. to be a smooth, viscous drink. Uh, well, I woke it up. Look at that. Classic. Ooh, not bad. Classic like looking cocktail. Looks like a Manhattan. I... <laughs> I made two huge mistakes making this. <laughs> at first, I was I'm making it. I'm kind of looking at the Met recipe, and I put uh, an ounce or a yeah, an ounce of uh, Benedictine in it. And I said, "Oh, Ooh, right, you did start ounce. over." This is like the fourth, the third thing I put in. So I start over, made it correctly. Then, as I'm bringing it over, I got it in a martini glass here. What do I do but spill it 
a lot of it all over the place. <laughs> and a it. <laughs> it's a sticky drink. And if you've spent any amount of time with me, you know I do not like to be sticky. I don't like the feeling. Yeah, you like to be slick. I like to be dry. <laughs> not slick. <laughs> slick. If I'm slick, something's wrong. Um, Mike, smells, celebrity bartender bad. Jack Shrimp told us always add your yeah, I most, I know. Mm, what? most what? expensive. What? Most I expensive was, last. Because oh, so if Mike, you chuck so it. So you did well. You did well. Mm, most expensive last. I don't know. There was already some stuff in there. But did you throw it out or did you? Yeah, because it was too much, way too much Benedictine. Well, I would put that in the fridge. That would, Personally, that would have changed. Yeah, that could be a little. Yeah, but it was mixed with it was mixed with uh, rye and uh, something else too. Is that so bad? Sounds delicious. All right, let's no, do. I six. guess it's not so bad. I probably could have. Yeah, well, you know what? It's on the sink now. There are worse things. Flustered and frustrated. <laughs> oh, look at that, right. Jeff. Yeah, thanks. Flustrated. Come on. Here we go. Sips. Oh wow. Fancy oh, Manhattan? Yes. Mm. That is very nice. Mm. Mm. Smooth. And Tim, you got an orange there. I see it. No sneaking it you by me. I don't. I have a cherry, but the, the, the toothpick is orange, and it kind of makes you think. Oh. Mm. And Mike, no orange for you, huh? I got an orange peel in there. Did you, um, did you, did you express it? Expressed did you express it. I it? ran the rim, and I dunked it. Oh, nice. A thorough expression. I'll tell you a re- another reason I might be really liking this because if you guys are saying it's like Martin uh, Manhattan, I wouldn't like that. But mm. the um, the uh, cognac I had was jeez, uh, now I've put it away. Uh, Cointreau, Coop. so it has oh. orange in it. You mean oh, Grand Marnier? Grand Marnier, that's right. But that's not cognac. That's <laughs> he, <laughs> cognac you said one it. thing. He said a different thing. He said that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is cognac. It's cognac with orange liqueur. Okay. Yeah. So it's so yours is going to be sweeter than ours. That's got a little sugary kick to it. Yeah. I thought I thought I had cognac, and then when I looked, I was like, "Oh, it's Grand Marnier." Oh, Grand Marnier does. Yeah, does have not. cognac in it. Yeah. Hey, what's uh? Oh no, I'm thinking of Drambuu. That's a nice. That's a nice Drambu. sweet drink. But I no, get, that it's got no yeah. place in this conversation. But but it does, Jeff, because I get Drambuu. Uh, what I just talked, Grand Marnier, and what's the thing, Tim? You like to put on ice cream, Hennessy, Disarono, Disarono. I get the three of those. Those are in the same brain space for me. I feel like Grand Marnier <laughs> is pretty popular because it's added to like Cadillac margaritas and yeah, good floaters. Ooh, yeah, and hey, Cointreau, uh, the love of Cointreau too. Yeah, Cointreau feels like it's uh, the the orange in there is really bumping up your. Your taste profile mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to make it something oh delicious. Taste profile is something that like foodie people say, where you're like, you oh, could I have no just idea say what taste. It means. Yeah, you could just say taste, but then you say taste profile, and I'm like, oh, go, oh, well, this taste profile sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this taste profile is like shit. Mm. Yeah, this has a taste profile of Saint Bernard excrement, Mike. <laughs> Dog shit. <laughs> yep, yep. This is uh, this is good, man. Is why, good. why is this? Uh, t- this tastes very appropriately autumnal. Mmm, it does. 
Why? It's it's got the it's got the autumnal look too. It's a sort of a brown, a brown sort of a maple <laughs> syrup look, like a fall turd. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a fall turd, a turd fallen, yeah, a big old lump of autumn turd. <laughs> like I mean, Saint is there Bernard anything that's X-Men. brown but isn't autumnal? Can you think of even one thing that if you saw it and it was brown, you wouldn't say, "Hey, fall is here." Chicken nugget. I'd have to say, I okay, chicken. I would say the UPS group. <laughs> okay, because I see Which, those guys in the summer, and I'm not thinking, eh, "We still got to start getting the rakes out." <laughs> <laughs> Remember when UPS, they their whole they changed their tagline to "What what can Brown do for you?" Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully not much. Now, <laughs> did they know when they started calling themselves Brown? I know. Is it possible they thought that was cool, or were they trolling? And it doesn't matter. I know. Like they got us talking. For we're talking about it on the pods. Yeah, yeah. They're getting free publicity. They ain't paying us for an ad read. <laughs> what can Brown do for you? People shouldn't refer to themselves as a color. That's strange, but you guys know I back the blue, right? Wait, what? I back the blue. The police? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, the law, Jefferson. Law enforcement. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think you're now you're trolling. Yeah, I'm trolling. <laughs> um, let's talk about the taste. Wait. I have something to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then out with it, my boy. It is the, the most perfect format indeed for speech, the podcast. Oh, what a drink we have, my boys. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is the perfect medium for me sharing what I have to say. Um, remember this summer I went to to uh, Louisville, Kentucky, right? Yeah. Oh, Louisville. yeah. Louisville. Louisville. And... Uh, I had a little bit of a culture clash moment there where me and my Mm. high school friends were doing a little trip and then we went, we were like the night, the first night we were there, we're like, let's go out to a bar and we went to what is the equivalent of like universal city walk, you know, like a very Ah. uh, corporate set of bars Mm -hmm. and there was a place called like PBR Louisville or something and I I don't know if it's owned by Pabst or what because Pabst is not headquartered there, but Anyway, it's this big bar and it's Saturday night and it's a club scene. But because it's Kentucky, it was kind of um, cowboyish. I want to say Mm. there was a mechanical bull. I don't know if that's. Yes, there was a mechanical bull. And the bartender ladies were dressed kind of coyote ugly style. Nice. And the music being played was like hip hop and club music, but kind of dated, you know, like to the window, to the wow. Yeah. Um, Till the sweat drifts off my okay, let's keep going. <laughs> okay, I don't need to get into that. <laughs> um the clientele was was kind of uh, uh cowboyish, but dancing uh to clubby music, and then me and my friends are sort of watching, and then at 12:40 a.m. Mm-hmm. peak club dance dance floor popping off. Yeah. Did they announce the peak? <laughs> yes. Everybody stops. They start playing not the national anthem, but like a country song about America that was like, I love this country. And okay. uh, everybody, the, the, the bartenders stood up on the bar and saluted and everybody stopped and they all looked up huh. and they saluted a Blue Lives Matter flag. For real? Interesting. Yes. Was it the was, song there, that was, 
was that song? It's like, I'm proud to be an American. It was like someone wanted to have heard the that, new, that song for a new generation. Oh, okay, okay. But um, wow. weird. Yeah, there was an American flag and then next to it a Blue Lives Matter. And everybody stood there and they saluted. And we it was like a whole three-minute song. And then everybody went back to, ta-da, no, ta-da, wow. Fascinating. Fascinating Interesting. Stuff. Fascinating. Uh, is that, you know, so you say like cowboys and stuff. I... Kentucky is southern, more southern than I am, but uh, I don't consider them uh, cowboys. Like right, I think of it's Texas as Ohio. Oh, right, right. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty northern. They don't do much cow wrangling. Yeah. Nah. Hmm. Oh, you, oh, you know what we should do? You you brought up uh, Universal City Walk. Next time I'm I'm in L.A., let's do a City Walk uh, bar crawl. Ooh, so you're oh, talking ooh, Carl Strauss. <laughs> You're talking the Hard Rock Cafe. That's right. And we do You're it maybe talking, for a main, uh, we do it for a blowout. Who knows? Maybe, maybe a little Buca de Beppo. Ooh, that'd be nice. Hmm. Does the Hard Rock Cafe have any of our guitars hung up on the wall? They, I asked, I brought a few over and they said, get this crap out of here. This stuff belongs in a museum. We don't put <laughs> Epiphones up here, man. <laughs> hey. You don't. Ooh. Yo, somebody's got some nasty mic stuff coming through. Is anybody Somebody's feeling crackling. that? Crackling, I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, you gotta get a you gotta get a mic or a stand or something. What? You want me to order a one dollar thing on Amazon? <laughs> yeah, yes. We're in the age of Zoom. You're a professional podcaster and a musician. You need a microphone. <laughs> yeah, but I taped up the base of this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, you taped. You did a great months ago at your place. <laughs> no, no, it's it's, it's all. That's good. good now. I'll tell you, I like this drink. I'm not a, normally a rye guy. But you, you put a little cognac in there, come on. And uh, the Benedictine, that's always welcome. And the Peychaudes, finally, finally, the Angosturas can rest. They can have a day <laughs> off. It's Peychaud day. We've done some Peychaudes recently. You or, know, hopefully while the Angosturas resting, it can get its fucking label fitted on better. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. For Christ's sake, get... Here's what I do. I buy Here's my the- Angostura bitters. I swing by the tailor. And I say, figure that, get help help this guy yeah. out, man. Can we hem the collar here? Yeah, nip tuck. <laughs> Do you mean that like collar you're on the air? <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, this is a good drink. Uh, did we cover what I wanted to say? Yeah, that's uh, the city walk. That's what I wanted to say. So go there. So you're uh, you're happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I guess the only other thing I wanted to bring up is: Are you guys watching? Um, uh, the TV? White Lotus season two. No, uh, I watched the uh, first half of the first episode. I said this is good, and then I <laughs> sawed some logs the rest of the way. Damn, uh, you know, Jeff, you want to get you know, you got to be like me. You got to get on a show. I got to be like right you. When it starts. Yeah, in this case, because I didn't see season <laughs> one. All right, I didn't see season one. Yeah, hey, that's Jeff's worst nightmare is to be like you. He's got to do it. <laughs> You'd have to do it, but in this case, I think he should. But I was uh, over at our, our Neil and Fran's house for um, contest winner and uh, uh, pickleback enthusiast Neil and Fran. Sure. And it was Sunday night. This is when I was in town, and I said, you know, I never seen White Lotus, and they said White Lotus two starts tonight. Let's watch. Mm. They'd seen season one. You don't really need to see season one. I'm told. And uh, I'm watching, it, and I said, this is great. It's a they nice... Re, they shuffle up the characters, right, from one to two? Like the mm, actors are the same, but it's different, or no? Ex- uh, actors are different, except for a couple of them. Hmm. But uh, you're watching, and f- this is one... It happens very rarely. 
that I'm watching the show that everyone's talking about. It happened with Squid Game and is happening now. Um, I love Mike, the Mike, don't sell yourself short. You watch Succession, yes? That's true. I love yeah, that show. Week to week, that's fun. The week rehearsal? Week. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, do, I, haven't watched, I haven't watched the show. Yeah, the rehearsal I did too. But uh, that's... that's why do I think that's different? Maybe it's half-hour comedy, so I'm, I think Look, I'd be watching Mike, that anyway. I think in this day and age, nobody feels like they're watching the same stuff as anyone because there's too much shit. Yeah, that's true. There's too many shows. But it's fun to watch the show because this wouldn't be one, like the rehearsal would be one I would watch anyway. This is mm-hmm. one I'm like, eh, I don't really know season one, but I got on board. I did that, you know, I started watching She-Hulk too when it came out and I lost track. <laughs> Here's what pisses me off. Um, when I'm not watching a show, mm-hmm. I feel like people are talking about it. It's Monday morning and I got to sit through 45 minutes of bullshit. Yeah. Everyone wants to talk about every last detail, don't they? And then <laughs> yeah, when, they do. when I am watching the show, I feel like we're being so respectful about spoilers. Oh, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Oh, I mustn't say anything. Yeah. Why is oh, it the Tim, nobody wants to discuss Hemingway Part 7 with you at work? <laughs> That would be my dream. Oh, I wish I lived in Paris in the 20s. Hey, you wouldn't be so far off with this drink. Stop. Ooh. Mike, stop. We're talking about Orleans. the drink of the day. The drinks from New Orleans from the 30s. I know, but still, you can say, you, you call it, you know. Well, here's what I want to say is I watched the re- I watched the rehearsal, right? Yeah, I love the rehearsal. I wanted to talk about it, and everyone's saying, I haven't seen that one yet. I never shut Damn. people up when I'm back. You know how many conversations about House of Dragon I have to sit through in my fucking <laughs> shitty ass life? <laughs> yeah. House of Dragon, yeah. I'll yeah. just say this. I wish I was dead. Oh, and I'm well, not saying I'm not saying I'm going to kill myself. It's not suicidal Good. ideation. I'm saying that I wish circumstances were to have me offed. You're not you're not saying that uh, you're going to kill yourself, but you are sort of saying to me and Jeff if, if we happen. had any hand in it, you know, and I'm not and doing that if, to you, buddy. I am not doing that. And let's just say, if you were to, that you, my will would handsomely reward you. Oh, yeah, great. Oh, I get all okay. the cocktail books and that pillow I see in the background. Yeah, where, who gets the big hamburger? <laughs> yeah, That's you. You got to split the big too. hamburger. Wait, uh, that reminded me. I, maybe I mentioned this before on the podcast, but when I first, I got my first writing job. And then I signed up for the WGA and then I checked my um, benefits like real fast. You work up like pension points and all this shit. Uh And like within the first month, I looked up my life insurance (laughs) like to see like, you know, I had barely racked up any points, but I was like, how am I doing? And I looked at it and said that if I died, (laughs) because I hadn't worked out any of the particulars and I've since gotten married and stuff, but it said that if I died, my my dad would get 1500 bucks. (laughs) And I just, I love the idea of like, Mr. Kalpagas, you know, your son, you'll you'll love, well, he's dead, but here's, you could have a nice weekend trip. <laughs> Go to out to the Poconos, in state. Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the tri-state area, you can buy the cheapest laptop at the Apple Store. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, no frills. Take a look at some porno. He's going to need his other kids to die for that Apple Care. Uh, <laughs> Tim, going back. Let's get let's get real. Let's get serious. Don't talk like that. And. Uh, we're not going to do that for you. You're too close of a friend to me. I'll need you around, and I'm not going to do it. So you want me Jeff, in your life? I don't know what Jeff, how Jeff feels. That's right. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm open to it. <laughs> Yo. 
<laughs> you like open mind. Let's peruse the will and then see what we're gonna do. <laughs> hey. You guys are like uh, books about uh, autobiographies from <laughs> comedy writers. People who were on SNL for one season wrote a book. <laughs> oh, boy. Deep comedy writers. <laughs> <laughs> Every member of Monty Python. All right, Tim. This sort of talk makes me want to hear about your final thoughts. Oh. On the drink. Like my... Not your life. Not my last words. No, no, and no. And not the you last word, which is a delicious cocktail. This talk makes me want to take a break first. I want what? to take a little bit of a break, and then I want to do final oh. thoughts. Oh, you don't want to do final thoughts in segment two? No. Okay. Because no, I think it would throw the audience for a <laughs> you know, wild it, loop. That would be weird. <laughs> You know what, folks? They say, hey, there's a new take- format over the Sloppy Boys show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who cares? I care. Folks, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, you know what it is. It's Final Thoughts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. back with our final thoughts on the old square v- the view career uh this well, is or again for me no no i knew that as soon as my lips hit that first orangey warm tasting liqueur i and said you spilled this it is all a- over the couch yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i know this drink is so good i don't hate it once it's spilled all over the counter my coffee okay let me ask you mike you seem pretty certain mm-hmm. with your answer you really love the drink uh, it's an order again. A follow-up question. Are there any ifs, ands, or buts about it? No. Wow. Not happening. Not happening. Because I think we should keep a tally of ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> no, usually, yeah, usually we have a little bit of like, eh, or again, but uh, different style or... No, no, no. With Hanford, it's final answer, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. That's right. Um, for me, it's an order again. It's really good. This is a yes. delight. I was afraid it was going to be another stinky rye piece of shit. Nope. Nope. Sweet smelling rye. Jeff, you know what's helping with rye? Well, well, hold on. And and in fact, it gets me excited about much anticipated Manhattan 2. The retrial. Retrial. Manhattan revisited. Yes. Yeah, I think that when we do that, we need to say to ourselves, okay, guys, maybe we do that in person sometime. We say, and by we the way, we're not doing it to get in the good graces of the slop heads. No. no. That has nothing to do with it. We're doing it. Let's get, let's do it together. Let's get top shelf everything. Yeah. Top please. shelf <laughs> uh, whiskey. Top shelf whatever else is in it. And we get a brand new uh, sweet vermouth. One yeah, that's not let's old. Let's do it in Manhattan so it's fresh. 
Yes, oh. when Jeff comes out for Christmas. Yep. No. Mm. <laughs> no. Fully has plans booked in L.A., family coming out to L.A. <laughs> hmm. There's always, uh, nothing's, nothing's set in stone when it comes to the holiday season, Jeff. Yeah, you never know. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Yeah, that's true. You never do ding dong, ding dong. Hey, um, I have two things to say. One, on the topic of rye, I was very not into it, and then I heard some bartender say, you think of the difference of the whiskeys when you think of rye, think of rye bread. That tastes mm. rye. That, that, well, that made me think, oh. Is that supposed to help? It helped me. <laughs> not helping you? <laughs> You're not salivating? That's why sometimes if I have a, pastra- a pastrami sandwich on white bread, I couldn't find rye, I'll dip it in rye whiskey and eat it. Oh, Mike? You just like that stinky little seed, rye. <laughs> it's the seed you need. <laughs> now, those seeds in rye bread are... That's not right. That's caraway. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Kerouac, one of my favorite uh, Kerouac, Kerouac. all-time oh. favorite writers. On wow. Golden, not not on Golden Pond, on Walden Pond. <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> that was that's Henry David on the, Thoreau on the road. There you go. Yes. I wish yes. I was reading some more Kerouac. You want to know, know about yes. right Bill now. Joel? Bill Joel thinking about his favorite author, Kerouacio. Jeff, what do you say? You ordered again? Ask Tim too. <laughs> I already said, Mike. Don't don't you dare grab pay- the wheel here. I'm not paying attention. Tim, you've said, but you didn't say if it's an order again. Who's that guy? That political uh, news guy, Karnacki. Yeah, he. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Karnacki. Should I do a comedy character that's like Jack Carroll Karnacki, and he's kind of a beatnik, yeah. but he's got his sleeves rolled up and he's covering the the election? No, you already got a great character, Kalpaki Karnacki. It's you. Yeah, you're taking your personality to the extreme, doing the. Uh, <laughs> the fucking coverage i mean and that's you the beauty if you have a character that's based on yourself i'm halfway there Jesus. <laughs> yeah you just have to amp it up I'm, i go to uh, snl I'm like this character is tim calpacus <laughs> this could be good for my show um <laughs> my final thoughts on the view cavity are order again i absolutely love it it gives me an appreciation for a, a stirred cocktail because this was very mm. good with the cognac stirred and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, every time in my life I've had a souped up Manhattan, I like it better than a Manhattan. Give me all yeah, the, what do you mean, the, what do you mean the souped Monte, up? You know, we've had like five of them, like a Brooklyn and a Monte Carlo and a, a yeah. Toronto. Yep. Anytime it's a take on a Manhattan, I like it better than a Manhattan. Wow. Damn. Bold words. The bold and the beautiful. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. And hey, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the sloppy boys to unlock the Sloppy Boys blowout, our weekly bonus episode where we talk about the shit we really care about. Like best donut. Uh, that's the good stuff. Hmm. That's good stuff. Actually, we got the most engagement by a mile on best candy bar. People love it. Why do you think we're doing best donut? <laughs> My gosh. Uh, yeah, but you don't think people want to listen to the view cat, eh? <laughs> sure they do. People, uh, we have, a, I think most of our listeners are, listeners are Francophiles. Sure. Yep. Francophones, at least. Mm. Do you think anyone makes it this deep into an episode, though? At this point, you think no. we have zero listeners? No, no, zero. I don't think anyone's, yeah. This is basically yeah. like the good nights. They don't care. They're 
tuned out. I was thinking that here at the end of the episode is a good place for me to actually keep my sort of in secret information, like my uh, social security number and stuff. I'll, I'll say it here. And then it's there for safekeeping because I don't think to preserve it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I know it if I need to remember. Just listen to the View Carre episode at the end. It's, I'll get to my stuff. Anytime, like I'm talking on the phone to my credit card company, and they're like, "Yep, no problem. We'll just bring up that episode and skip to the end." And okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the phone with, yeah, it's good. Good, good, good. Pretty good. All right, folks. Uh, it's a good episode, and why don't we meet right back here? next week but hey this next week bring a couple friends why don't you oh yes don't forget to uh rate and review but what do we call it uh, uh don't forget to rank and report rank and, rank and report <laughs> is it, was that was that what it was yes rank and report rank the episode and report back <laughs> no report to uh rank and review review it report it rank and report tell your friends i, I also want to announce the drink you know usually we wait and we tease it on instagram yeah but yeah but for, we've decided that we one time on Thanksgiving we did an old-fashioned and it was it paired very well with the holiday oh and I've been flapping my trap about the Wisconsin supper clubs yeah and the brandy old-fashioned sweet for yeah. a long time so next week for Thanksgiving weekend we're taking Ooh. a trip to Wisconsin for the brandy old-fashioned sweet damn nice you hear that cheese heads we're coming at you live on the podcast I'm looking forward to that, and, and in fact, Tim, I think we should do some variants of the old-fashioned every Thanksgiving. I like that. Oh! Love it. I like it. I love it. We don't have to commit to it now. Yeah. Just a little idea. Well, there's the brandy old-fashioned sour. <gasps> Maybe, is there any, uh, are there any old-fashions with the uh, egg whites in it? That's Whoa! No, because a, usually an old-fashioned is stirred, and if you stir an egg around, it's disgusting. Well, here's the thing also. Old-fashioned doesn't have any citrus in it, which is uh, That's what cooks. good to cook up. It, it cooks the egg. <laughs> yeah. In, in my head, anyway. The, no, it's I'll tell you what cooks the egg. a fucking frying pan in my house. No, but on a yeah. serious note. One time, I was at a bar in Montreal, and mm-hmm. I had a maple old-fashioned and it was delicious and See, that could be another thanksgiving that's good. there you go you know what we should there do you go. so we got the next two this thanksgiving next thanksgiving set what about three thanksgivings from now we do the um negroni spagliato oh god with prosecco in it what about like a hundred thanksgivings uh, from tim, that would have ended the that would have ended the pod so nicely no tim's got a good one <laughs> my thing's funny <laughs> so what? No, it's not about being funny. It's about being timely. It's about being done. <laughs> Your bitch for two Thanksgiving. Here's and my doing a meme joke. from three weeks ago, <laughs> folks. Here's my joke, and it'll laugh you out of the episode. In a hundred nice. Thanksgivings, we <laughs> should do a fucking Dippin' Dots old fashioned because it's the ice cream of the future, and we're out of here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's enough of this. Yeah. Oh.